0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And the king said, what honor and dignity hath been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's servant that ministered unto him, there is nothing done for him. Esther chapter 6, verse 3. Mordecai had honored the king. He had stood for him when others stood against him. He had been a faithful servant. He had even gained enemies doing these things. Yet it seemed that nothing had been done for him. In return for it, he had not even been noticed. Yet here, in the appointed time, when everything lined up to bring about the will of God, was his faithfulness remembered. And God himself orchestrated his revealing in perfect timing to not only bring Mordecai honor, but also to put the enemy to shame in the same blow. So thorough is it when you are honored by the king that it will be used also to dethrone the usurping enemy. Oh, let every power and principality be put to shame that dares stand against the decrees of the king and his bride, the church of Jesus Christ came to pass that as the book of remembrance was read to the king, that he was told of Mordecai's faithfulness to him. When he heard of it, he asked if anything had been done for him for it. And his servants said, no. All this time, he has just been faithfully and humbly serving, not asking or demanding anything of the king. It was at this perfect moment that the adversary, remembering that the Hebrew word for adversary is Satan, or as we would say it, Satan. But in this story, the adversary's name was Haman. And it was in this moment when the book of remembrance was being read to the king that he enters in boldly. And makes his mistake. He comes in with the intent to accuse Mordecai and with wicked devices devised against him. He has already plotted how to destroy him. He has already built the gallows on which to hang him. And in the midst of all of his plotting and planning, The king speaks unexpected and he asked Haman, what should I do if I were to desire to honor someone? Home, a friend, do you see it? God had laid a trap for Satan and the trigger for Haman would be his own pride and hatred. In his arrogance, he assumes that no one but himself can be worthy of such a decree. So he says what he wants for himself to the king. He says to honor someone, he should be seen in the place of kingship. Wearing the king's robe and his ring, riding on his horse and being announced as one that the king himself honors. The king then decrees, let it be so as you have said, let not one word that you have spoken go unaccomplished. The one whom I desire to honor is Mordecai. Put my crown on him and my robe. Put him on my horse, parade him through the streets, and you go before him and announce him as one honored and beloved by the king. Oh, my friend, in the irony of this story, do I see Mordecai as a type and shadow of Christ. A good and faithful servant at the appointed moment was honored by the king. While simultaneously putting to shame wicked rulers and principalities. A crown and a robe was placed on him. He was paraded through the streets. And even the enemy proclaimed that he was the king of the Jews. The son of God. Before all of history. How amazing a story told through these servants of faith that would be replayed on that fateful day. But the story doesn't end with Mordecai's triumphant moment, because this is where Esther's part truly begins to shine. And who is Esther but the bride? She sups and fellowships and strengthens her relationship with the king. He offers her everything, even unto part of his own kingdom. She brings her petitions before him. For her own life and that of her family, to which the king steps in to deal with the wicked servant and to cast him into the very trap of death and destruction that he had prepared for Esther and her loved ones. O oh, church of Jesus Christ, do not stop fasting and praying. O oh, bride, don't stop abiding and coming boldly before the throne of grace. The enemy will be defeated and your loved ones saved. Have faith. As we read in Malachi chapter 3 verse 15, For now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness seem to be set up. Yea, they that tempt God even seem to be delivered. But then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened, and he heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord, and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day when I shall make up my jewels and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Malachi chapter 3 verses 15 through 17. O Lord, let our faith be stirred today in the remembrance of this story. May it give us wisdom and boldness to come before the throne of grace that Christ himself has made a way for us to access through the blood, by his Spirit. Oh, Father, forgive us for arrogance, for thinking that we can just run into your presence. Oh, let us reverence you like Esther did. Let us take time to worship, to adore, to sup, to visit to build the relationship. But once we do, let us remember prayer and fasting, as she did. And once we have, let us ask, O oh Lord, deliver us. For the enemy has plotted wicked devices against us. He desires to destroy your holy remnant, your bride, the one that you are charged With covering, Lord, this is an insult, and an attack, and a pride, and an act of arrogance against you. So we come before you humbly, because what other weapon can be used against pride but humility? The scripture tells us continually that the saints within humble themselves with prayer and fasting. So, Lord, let the bride fast. Let them pray. Let them cry out. O King, turn not your eyes away from the pride and wickedness of the enemy who dares to usurp your authority. Save us. Deliver us. Put to shame the enemy that plots and plans against us. Empower us. For your word says, where sin abounds, grace abounds. All the more so do we come together today and pray. O Lord, pour out a more abundant grace. Because in the story of Esther and Mordecai and Haman, the king didn't simply stop the decree that Haman had put forth, but rather he set forth another decree that power would be given an authority to the remnant of Israel. That they could fight back and overtake any wickedness that dare try to rise against them. O oh Lord, today we remind you of this story of the prophetic decree that it puts forth into history. And we ask for you to release these decrees. Pour your spirit out upon your children, your grace, your power, your anointing in greater measure than all of the plots and plans and attacks of the enemy. Let our weeping be turned to joy before the victory that is coming. When you turn the enemy's plans against him and hang Haman on the fairy gallows that he built for Mordecai, you did it before. You'll do it again. You've done it over and over again through the ages. You did it for Esther. You did it for Mordecai. You did it for Jesus. Do it for the bride. Release your decrees against the enemy. By the end of this story, we see not only has the enemy been overcome, but that he actually loses his territory in the process. He meant to take what belonged to the remnant. But in the end, God took from him what was his and gave it to them. Father, we praise you in faith today for the prophetic declaration written in these pages. We grab hold of it. Let it be appropriated in our present situation. May you decree greater power and authority to the remnant, may you call the children of the kingdom to action. May they fight with prayer and with fasting. And may they come through this better than they went into it. Oh Lord God, our king, cause the enemy to regret waging war against your remnant. Father, we ask you today to reveal to us of any time that we have walked in pride. Lord, we don't want to be a Haman in somebody else's life. If there are things that you know you have done, times when you have moved in envy or jealousy or strife or contention or any form of selfishness or wickedness, right now is the time to repent of it. God is full of grace and merciful. It is not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. We are told in the book of Job that it is Leviathan, that antichrist spirit that is the father of the children of pride. This is what manifested through Haman and through the ages and those who have come against God's anointed, God's chosen and appointed. Father, forgive us, reveal to us. Oh, if we are ever influenced even for a second, oh, Holy Spirit, convict us and lead us to repentance. And even when all hope seems lost, Lord, let us have the heart of the intercessor like Esther who's willing to fast and to pray and to come before the king and let her petitions be known. The Lord is speaking to his children today. He's saying, have you been asking? Because the courts of heaven are open, Jesus paid such a high price to give us access that we might come boldly before that throne of grace with our sacrifices of praise and make our petitions known. Oh, Father, we come right now before your throne and we worship you and we thank you for your goodness. We magnify you today in the beauty of your holiness. Lord, we know that we are not worthy to come before your presence, but by the blood and sacrifice of Jesus and by your own will, you have made a way for us and we thank you. Oh, so intently for it. Oh, but Lord God almighty, there is a wickedness in the land. Once again, there is a working against your children, your remnant. There is a plot and a desire of the enemy to thwart Your promises from coming to fruition. Oh Lord, you are the one who keeps covenant. You are the one who fulfills it. How dare the enemy be so arrogant. This is a sin against you personally. So we petition you today to move mightily. Oh, always provide a way for your word to go forth into the earth. That it would not return void. That there would be a holy remnant throughout all ages and dispensations that would carry your message, not only in word, but in demonstration. And finally, we thank you with everything that we are for the sacrifice of Jesus that made a way. Oh, we do recognize him as the beloved of the Father, honored by the creator of heaven and earth remember today all that he did on our behalf and that he prayed to you oh father that you might preserve us and keep us from the wickedness of this world not removed from it as he said but that you would keep it from affecting us or discouraging us that we might be with him where he is at his coming oh keep us lord reverse the decrees of the enemy, hang these wicked powers and principalities on the very gallows that they have built for your anointed. Oh Lord, we thank you that in that perfect moment in the appointed time, You will make ways where there is no way and you will take what the enemy meant for harm and use it for the good to put the enemy to shame as you have done over and over again throughout history to show that you are faithful to those who trust you and intercede. We praise you today that you are a good and faithful king. We ask your protection, blessing, revelation, power, and anointing on your bride. And we ask that you humble the enemy's pride. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.